morning, good afternoon, good evening to all my listeners. I want to welcome you, ladies and gentlemen, to the Talking Football with Akilah Roberts podcast. Today, I have a very, very extremely special guest. This guy is a retired football player, hails from the Bahamas, currently an actor, a SAG-accredited actor. He's done plenty of films and plays and, and all that. He's an amazing father, father of three. He just had a, a third child. And most importantly, my older brother. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome you. I want to introduce you guys to Anthony Roberts II. And what's up? <laughs> How's it going, Akilo? How you doing? I can't complain, man. It might rain tomorrow, man. Uh, great, great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'm doing, I'm doing real good, man. Uh, first of all, like I said, like I said, um, you just become a father for the third time, man. How, how does it feel, man? Oh wow, you know, yeah. I really never ever thought uh, I would have three kids. Um, I always <laughs> thought maybe one. Uh, but three, I mean, it's a blessing. You know, they all have different personalities. I love them all, you know, and they're all, you know, they're different, unique ways. You know, they show me love in different ways. I show them love in different ways, the things they want to do. So it's about, you know, it's about, you know, spending time to, with them together, you know, as a family, but then also giving each one of them their own individual, you know, attention, which can be tough, you know, sometimes. But yeah, it's a beautiful thing. I'm, 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 Really ecstatic, really happy, really feeling feeling really blessed. Me and the wife are really happy. You know, we had two boys first, and now uh, we have our girl finally. So yeah, she's she's two weeks old now. Um, yeah, so not a whole lot of sleep going on inside the Roberts household. <laughs> <laughs> for real, for real. Now, now with that, you have three kids, but this is your first girl. Does um does the parenting style change? I mean, because you know, father boys we're always protective of our girls. Yeah, I don't think the hmm, I don't think the parenting style changes. Mm-hmm. I think maybe maybe how you view maybe how you view the world differently changes. I think that definitely takes hold. How you you see things a lot differently um, when you have a daughter, you know, um, you know, because you see things in black and white, you know, because when you have a son, because I'm a male, so I have two males, so I only see it one way. Then you have a daughter, and it's just like, oh, that's what they mean, and you see the whole equality movement and. You know, the whole Me Too movement and, and, and stuff like that. And you realize like, wow, yeah. like I would be devastated, you know, if something like that was to happen to my daughter. So you just see the world, you just see the whole world, you know, totally different. Mm-hmm. That's real, man. That's very real. So and we're, we're going to go back, right? We're going to go all the way back to the 80s. <laughs> you were born in the early 80s and in the Bahamas. I'm not going to say it in here, so don't worry. But in the Bahamas. Tell us, about, tell us about your childhood in the islands. Yeah, so I, I, I'll age myself here. Yeah. I, I was born in, in 82. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Grew up in the 80s in the Bahamas um, yeah. in a place called Nassau Village in Nassau. Um, so yeah, it was, you know, for me, it was a typical childhood. You know, we didn't, you know, when I lived with my grandmother, my mom, um, you know, it was kind of more of, more of like the countryside. So we didn't have any running water or like electricity or like indoor plumbing. So, you know, we had outhouses, we had candles, but for me, that was, that was my life. That was, for me, that was a beautiful experience. You know, um, I would go outside, you know, climb trees, um, you know, go outside to race, you know, race neighborhood kids, go swimming, try to go to the beach, try to go to the beach as much as possible. Um, so yeah, for me, I, I didn't see, I didn't see a difference, you know, for me, I, I for me outside, you know, um, making slingshots, making scooters, you know, making basketball rims out of like milk crates, stuff like that. So, 
for me, it, it was, you know, I got that total island experience. You know what I mean? It was, it was beautiful. Very, very, very beautiful. I remember one summer, my parents had sent me to one of the family islands off in the Bahamas called Moore's Island. And for me, that was one of the greatest experiences of my life. Just being, being able to fish, being able to go swimming anytime I want to, building boats that I can like actually go on and like, and like, oh, wow. and like a row. So it was, it was very exciting. Very exciting. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing earlier, you said that um, you were no running water, electricity, and all that type of stuff. You know, it's crazy. Like me, I've been to the Bahamas a, a million times, and I'm pretty sure a lot of my listeners have been to the Bahamas on vacation too. The Bahamas is so touristy and so like advanced now. To hear that, to hear that there was no electricity only like 30, 40 years ago, that's crazy to me. <laughs> yeah, and that in that part, yeah, in that part of Nassau, Nassau Village. Mm-hmm. Um, we hadn't really gotten, you know, light or anything like that yet, because that that part of Nassau was still kind of undeveloped. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's developed. Now you know, there's light, there's power, there's plumbing, it's all that stuff all over there now in that part of Nassau. Mm-hmm. Um, but at that point in the '80s, you know, we were still a developing nation, you know. So, yeah. you know, and even and even now, still we're still developing. So, you know, yeah, yeah. 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 Now, um, earlier just now, you you just said that um, you were talking about um, running and swimming. In, in, your, in your early formative years, what, what, what was your sports activity like? So for me, I used to uh, run track. Um, I used to do swim meets. Mm-hmm. Um, and in and, and my school in track, I was probably the second or third fastest person in my entire school. Um, so, yeah, I was pretty fast. Mm-hmm. I ran the 100 meters and I ran the four by one. Um, so it was pretty, it was pretty exciting. I, I, I want to say I ran the third leg the third leg of the four of the four by one. So that was really, really exciting. Oh, wow. um, running the four by one and 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 running a hundred and you know then having our field day and having a whole bunch of ribbons and medals and stuff like that. So yeah, that's that's pretty much what I did. Um you know away from away from school, you know, basketball was the main thing over there in the Bahamas. Obviously, awesome. you know, we have a few players now that are playing the NBA, you know, a few number one picks. Yeah. Um but for me basketball yeah, yeah, definitely. Basketball really wasn't, for me, really wasn't that fun. And I can tell, you know, I was athletic, but basketball, basketball, basketball wasn't able to fully use my full athleticism. I wasn't, able, I wasn't fully able to use my full athleticism playing basketball, I would say, uh, because, you know, I, I just didn't like it. I wasn't tall enough. I wasn't quick enough to, to dribble the ball, those kinds of things. So, yeah. Yeah. So, also, we're going we're gonna to go up a little further. And around like age nine or ten, you moved to Miami, Florida, to the United States of America. What was that adjustment like? What, what, what was your first night in, in America like? Oh my gosh, it was brutal. <laughs> <laughs> it was brutal. Nineteen ninety one, dropping mm-hmm. off an eight nine year old in Miami, Florida. Uh, the summer came over here. The very first night, stayed at my aunt's house. Mm-hmm. As soon as it turned dark, I literally cried for like hours. Like I wanted to go back home. I didn't like it over here. Um, my aunt had to call my mom and dad and they called me, you know, they placated me. Oh, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. But I did not want to be over here. I missed all my friends, missed all my family, all my cousins over there. So it was, it was, uh, it was brutal, 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 brutal. Um, and that first year I went uh, for fourth grade to a school called Gloria Floyd Elementary. Okay. Um, yeah. So that was that was that was pretty cool. You know, it was it was it was pretty cool. I had some friends there. You know what I mean? It was a neighborhood school. Mm-hmm. Had some friends there. 
Um, you know, it was it was pretty cool. No bullying or anything going on there. I was pretty, you know, from when I went there, you could tell, looking back on it, I was athletic in PE, you know, playing kickball, playing yeah. football a little bit, stuff like that. So I, 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 can tell, I, I can tell that I was pretty good at football at that point in fourth grade when I started playing it um, at Gloria Floyd. Like, oh, I'm really good at this game. You know, I can catch. I can throw. I, I'm fast. I'm quick. You know, yeah. those kinds of things. So, yeah. yeah. Now, your, your first year there, did you experience any bullying being from the island? No, not that first year, but that second year uh, after after Gloria Floyd, um, my fourth grade year, the summer of 1992, mm -hmm. Hurricane Andrew hit, and oh, that destroyed. Wow. Yeah, that destroyed pretty much all of South Florida. So, yeah. especially yeah. like South Dade, Richmond Heights, that area, it was it was flattened. Yeah, it was flattened. It's Homestead, all flattened. So my mom, so my mom, uh, we moved up north to North Miami. Mm -hmm. um and when when i went to north miami i transferred to a school called w wj bryant elementary uh, for okay. fifth grade so up there was where i really experienced uh uh, uh the bullying per se mm -hmm. uh making fun of my accent you know stuff like that making fun of you know my clothes the way i dressed stuff like that which wasn't different it was just you know maybe you know maybe you know maybe i wasn't wearing the expensive labels or the cool clothes or whatever you know what i mean i was only wearing what my you know what my what my parents could afford you know mm -hmm. so yeah it was it was you know it was it was tough but you know I was able to make it through you know being bullying talk you know talking about it, you know obviously I stuttered as well um and you know I I I was bullied but I also gave it back you know I that was that, that was one thing I, I say looking back on it like I may have been bullied but I stood up for myself mm -hmm. um so yeah and and I remember till this day this one guy <laughs> So there was this one guy, uh, his name was Les Ball. <laughs> Les Ball. I don't remember his last name. Les Ball? Yeah, he was pretty, he was pretty, he was always like emotionally unstable, I would say. I, I you know, he was always like edgy. Like one day he may be your friend, the next day he may not be. But uh, one day we were walking home from school one, uh, one day and uh, he said something to me and I said something back. I can't remember what it was. But then all of a sudden he pulls out he pulls out a ninja star and he starts chasing me down Biscayne Boulevard. I'm like, yo, where do you get a ninja star from? And he's chasing me with it. Yeah, and he's in, 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 on Biscayne and he's wearing a Malcolm X um, a hoodie with a big X on his shirt. I'm like, yo, this is the weirdest thing ever. Resval chasing me with a ninja star on Biscayne Boulevard. <laughs> yeah, you know it's funny because you said you said Biscayne Boulevard. Biscayne Boulevard now is like it's like it's like Broadway in New York City. Yeah, it's like it's like yeah. it's like a major thoroughfare. So back then, like 92, 93, that it, it had Biscayne Boulevard had to be like super slow for for you to like be chased like that. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Oh yeah, most definitely, most 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 definitely. And 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 for me, Lesval, like some days we'll walk home, and on the way home. There, there was a, uh, there was a, uh, uh, like this magic shop that was on the way home. Mm -hmm. So every day we would stop in there and look at like some of the magic stuff. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, you know, mom, she would like give me a few, a few extra dollars to buy stuff. So sometimes I would buy like the insect and the ice cube, the fake one. Yeah. Or I'll buy like the gum where you pull it out and it snaps your finger. Oh yeah. yeah. Or like, you know, I would buy different things like that. Um, and um, so, yeah, sometimes he, he, you know, we were cool like that. And then other days, 
people chase me on Biscayne with a ninja star, you know? (laughs) 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 Yeah. So, and you know, and you know, and you know, for me, the main thing I remember going into that magic store and it was always empty and it was always just me and Les Vall or when me and him left, it would be other kids uh, coming in. And I will always think about, I don't know if you remember this, but there was an episode of Different Strokes where Arnold and his friend went to a bike shop and uh, um, the bike shop guy was like really, really friendly to them. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, um, Arnold wanted to leave, but the, his friend wanted to stay. And um, it was it was like an NBC, like, you know, you know, uh, safety. It was like a safety episode. Yeah. And the kid ended up being like like molested by the bike shop, by the bike shop uh, 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 owner. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that I always, for me, I've always been like, even going into the magic shop, I always thought about like stuff like that. Like, man, like I'm gonna buy this stuff, but I'm leaving, I'm not staying here. So it was always, I've always been kind of like safety first, safety first at all times, you know, as it pertains to stuff like that. Um, but going back to WJ Bryan though, I, you know, there was this, you know, as far as bullying, this was, there was this other, uh, <laughs> this other group of guys who were bullying me. <laughs> They were called the DCs. I don't know why the DCs, <laughs> but the DCs. But they were called the, the they, they were they call themselves the DCs, the gang. Mm-hmm. For me, anytime they bullied me, they would get mad because I would call them the Dickhead Corporation because <laughs> <laughs> they were acting like dickheads. <laughs> so they got mad whenever I would say that. Oh, you a dickhead? You part of the Dickhead Corporation? <laughs> like. <laughs> So they would get mad about that, and you know, like, don't bully me. If you bully me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna defend myself, and I'm gonna talk back to you. Like, it is what it is, you know. Um, but the bullying stopped a little bit when, when, when one day we were playing PE, and football was the first sport for PE, and, and um, I was the last to be picked. But they didn't know that I was good in football because the previous year at my first school, Gloria Floyd, everybody knew I was, I was kind of good in football, but they didn't know. And I was super excited. I was just like, oh yeah, I'm about to get in here. I'm about to wreck shop. They, they have no idea what's about to go down. So I get in, they pick me last. Yeah. Man, picks, interceptions, touchdown, knocking down passes, covering people. Like after that day, I was always picked first. Oh, we want at, we want at, we want at, we want at. So that kind of, you know, as an all, you know, as in all schools, if you play, if you play sports, if you're good at sports, you kind of have a level of respect and a level of, okay, let's not mess with that guy because, you know, it, I mean, it is what, it, you know, sports brings people together, you know what I mean? Um, so that kind of, yeah, that kind of helped a little bit. Um, and then, you know, I had, you know, I had friends um, at the school, you know, who were pretty cool. Uh, I, as a matter of fact, one of my, one of, one of my classmates who was kind of, who was one of my friends in, at, at, at school um, at, at, uh, W.J. Bryan, yeah. it was him and his brother, Dave, David Williams. He ended up signing with the University of Miami like nine oh, years wow. later. Oh, wow. And then his brother, yeah, and then his brother, uh, uh, Peyton Williams, ended up signing with FIU. Like FIU's first signing class, yeah. he signed with them. He was like their diamond, he was like their diamond signee. Like he was like their top signee. Oh, wow. He had, yeah, and his brother, he had like Ohio State, LSU, NC State, they were all after him. And he yeah. ended up signing with FIU. So yeah, I, you know, looking back on it, it was just like, oh wow, these guys signed with those schools. Like I actually went to like W.J. Bryant with them in North Miami. Yeah. <laughs> um, so and 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 as fate would have it too, at W.J. Bryant was my first year playing organized football. Mm-hmm. I played at a park called Cagney Park, which is right across the street from North Miami High School. 
um, which I think now, I think when I say it's an apartment complex, they knocked down that park and, and, and put like offices there, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah, That's so it's, it's, it's literally right across the street from North Miami High School. So I played, I played, I played football in my first year for organized football, the Cagney Park Lions. <laughs> we oh. have blue jerseys. Yeah. I had the white helmet, like the plastic face mask, the yeah. old like, plastic face mask. <laughs> I had the one ring, <laughs> like the punter. <laughs> yeah, like 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 the, like old like old school players. Yeah, like Reggie Roby. If anybody knows who Reggie Roby is, the punter <laughs> for Miami Dolphins. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, and I played I played outside linebacker and defensive end. Um. And <laughs> it was exciting, you know, getting you know getting getting trucked. <laughs> getting run over because I didn't know how to tackle. I didn't know how to like, okay, how do you tackle? Yeah. So that was an adjustment period for me. That 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 first year of playing football and understanding it and, and understanding like, yo, when you hit somebody, it hurts, you know? So yeah. So back then, so people most people, maybe our, our younger listeners, listeners don't know. Um back then elementary school ended at six, ended in sixth grade. So um what school did you go to did you go to WJ Brown for sixth grade also? Now, for sixth grade, I went to Frank C. Martin. So we mm. moved back. So after my fifth grade year, yeah. we moved oh, back my. down south. <laughs> we moved back yeah. down south uh, to, uh, to the Richmond Heights area. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I went to Frank C. Martin uh, for sixth grade. Mm. What, what was Frank C. like? Oh, Frank C., man. It was pretty cool, man. It was really exciting. Um, you know, I was back. I was back in my element. You know, I still knew a few people from Frank C. Martin from, uh, from Gloria Floyd. You know, like, oh, yeah, you went to Gloria Floyd when I was in fourth grade. Now it's, you know, now it's sixth grade, you know. So that's pretty exciting. That's where I really learned. That's why I really learned how to play football, because that year I continued playing Optimus. I played Pop Warner that year for Richmond, for Richmond Giants, which Richmond Heights Giants football program is, you know, legendary. (laughs) Hey, for the listeners that don't know, Richmond Giants Pop Warner program single-handedly has probably put out like 50, 60 NFL players. Oh uh, yeah, they they just they just won a national championship probably like what 2016 2017, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, three of their players are actually playing stars right now. Um, one Leonard Taylor plays defensive tackle for the Miami Hurricanes. Uh, Jason Marshall he he's already starting at corner for the Florida Gators, and Corey Collier Jr. he plays safety for the Florida Gators as well. So that's crazy. Yeah, Richmond Giants Richmond Giants they're a really storied pop corner program. So um so how yeah. yeah so sixth grade what, what was it like playing 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 for Richmond Giants? So Richmond playing playing that first year, my my uh my coach is Coach Peaches. God rest his soul. He passed away years back. But Coach Peaches, um, and he he really he really liked coaching. He really liked the players. It was all about like teaching us the right thing and playing hard. And you know it was all it was all for a purpose. You know, um, I played 105, 105 pounds, <laughs> and I played o, I played O line and D line. I played offensive guard. I played left guard. <laughs> <laughs> I still remember my number. I was number sixty-one, <laughs> and I still and I still remember it because you know, for people who don't know, when you play when you play Pop Warner down south, we go by weight. Yeah. So so before each game, the opposing team will have like a binder with your picture and like your weight and your height, and they will go by and they will go and you know and certify that oh this is that player and he does weigh that much. So everybody, everybody had to come up on the scale and step on the scale and be like Anthony Roberts or whatever. So I would be, yo, Anthony Roberts, number 61, offensive guard. And <laughs> us hires, I still remember them, you know, in my yeah. head. Um, yeah. So, yeah, but that year we, we went 0-10. <laughs> the rest of the park, 
everybody else was good. The 65 pounders, the 85 pounders, the 90 pounders, the 120s, the 140s. Everybody was good, except for us. We went 0 and 10. We had the best talent. We had some of the best talent, hardest working players, but everybody wanted to do their own thing. So everybody really wants to do their own thing. Oh, I want to pass the ball. I want to run the ball. If you call a punt, the person who's punting the ball also plays running back. He doesn't punt the ball. He, he just decides to run the ball, like <laughs> stuff like that. Like we would lose, you know, and we would, and we would play teams like Liberty City, yeah. uh, Liberty City, uh, Sunnyland, yeah. uh, 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 Florida City, yeah. um, South Dade, you know, stuff like that. Hammocks, oh, Kendall Hammocks. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was, it was <laughs> that first year, <laughs> sixth grade, it was brutal playing with them. But, you know, I worked really hard. I learned, how, I, I really, really learned the game of football uh, 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 doing that, playing offensive guard, and I, and I still have my trophy till this day. I was actually the offensive line MVP uh, uh, oh, that nice. year. <laughs> Since like you were good, I was good. Yeah, I was good. I was a good blocker. You know, hands up, <laughs> pass block, hands up, pass block. <laughs> um, did, did anybody, did anybody from that team on that one of five team make it go D one or to the NFL? Uh, let me see. I can't. Oof. I can't think of anybody from that team that went uh, that went that that went D1 or made it to the league. I can't think of anybody uh, that year. But my seventh grade year, um, I tried after going 0 and 10 that first year. I decided to transfer across across 152nd, you know, to play for South Day Rams. So Richmond and South Day, obviously the big rivals because they're separated by 152nd. Yeah. So. I want to play with a team that, that won. So I decided to go to South Dade Rams. Um, and as it happened, we weren't good that year either. Oh, <laughs> At South Dade. We were kind of, we I think it may have went like five and five or something like that, four and six. But we were very talented, very, very talented. Um, so when I transferred there for seventh grade, um, I, tried, I tried to stay down to play older but lighter. So pretty much I'm in seventh grade. I still want to play 105s, but I have to weigh less weight. So for like the first like three games of the season, I played on the 105s, but I eventually had to move up. Um, but those, but those first three, but those first three uh, uh, games in the preseason, I actually had the one of the greatest athletes that ever played the sport, and Sean Taylor playing, playing on my team. <laughs> yeah. You play with you play with ST26. Yeah, play with ST. Yeah, 105 pounds, uh, uh, South Bay for like three games and I had to move up to one twins. Wow. <laughs> so first off, my listeners, if, if, you don't, if you don't know who Sean Taylor is, you probably wouldn't even listen to, be listening to his podcast. But Sean, Sean Taylor, one of the greatest, probably the, one of the greatest players in University of Miami history, uh, probably would have been one of the greatest players in NFL history, but his life was tragically cut short in 2007. Tell, tell the people, man, like, what was it like playing with, playing with a young ST? My gosh. Talk about Intense, brutal hitter, passionate for the game, never give up attitude, wants to make plays, takes the game serious, plays with emotion, plays with spirit. All those things that you saw from him as he got to high school, as he got to as he got to the U, as he got to the Redskins, all those things that I saw in him playing alongside him, you know, playing 105s for those first like three or four games. To seeing him when he got to the Redskins, it was just like, wow, all those things I saw as a child, he still had these things, you know, all the passion, hitting, 
hitting ability, speed, quickness, the intelligence to play the game, all these different things. And for us, he was he was the best player on the team for us. He was our best player. Um, his number his number was number thirty. He, he had the number thirty. Um, he played he played a fullback and he played linebacker. And I played defensive end. I played defensive end outside linebacker that year. So yeah, it was it was it was really really exciting. I I till this day I remember I remember uh, uh, vividly this one day doing one hundred five practice. I don't know for your listeners if you know now. I think it's I think it's outlawed now. Obviously, the Oklahoma drill and all that. And but this drill was called bull in the ring. We played. We had a drill called bull in the ring where uh, 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 there'd be one player in the middle and all the team would circle around him. And then the coach will call out the player who's coming to hit the play in the middle. So Sean was in the middle one day and the coach is calling out the players to go and hit Sean. And the coaches saw, the coaches knew when they saw, you know, from how they was coaching that, that Sean's the best player. You know, I always go back to what Jimmy Johnson says. Uh, Jimmy Johnson says, yeah, I'm going to treat all my players fairly, but you're not equal. (laughs) (laughs) So that means that I'm going to treat all the players fairly, but you're not equal if I have a star. I've got to treat my star different because he's, you know what I mean? I'm going to treat you fairly, but you're not equal. And you can tell, like, the coaches, they treat all they treated all the players equal. I mean, they treated all the players fair, but we weren't equal to Sean. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but I just remember this one day, Sean was in the middle. The coach called out all offensive linemen to come and hit him. My gosh, <laughs> what a collision that was. Mm-hmm. I saw that hit. I said, yeah, 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 yeah. He's a beast. I'm not hitting him. I'm not going against him. He's a beast. He's a monster. Yeah, that. Yeah, he could play. I see why the coaches like him because he could play. He could play. Um, so yeah, so that first, yeah, so the first three, the first three games, we we're playing pretty good. I think we were three and zero. Sean played fullback, fullback and linebacker. So I, he must have scored like ten touchdowns. God. Ridiculous, running people over. And even till this day, he played with the same face mask, the same. You know, you know, down south, we call it a blind man. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the face mask he had, and he played with the same, and he played with the same visor, but the visor was yellow though because you know South Bay Rams were yellow and blue. Yeah. His visor was yellow. Um, like like so a, yeah. Miami had the green and orange, green and orange joint. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, he played with that, um, and um, yeah, we started out three and zero, and at that point, I was just like, man, I'm I'm doing too much to like stay underweight, like, you know, I. <laughs> 105s was 105s, but I was like weighing between like 108 and 109. So every week I would have to try to lose four pounds just to play 105s. So finally I just gave up and said, man, I'm always like three or four pounds overweight before game day. And I have to like, you know, not eat anything the night before, like two days before and don't drink any water to try to like lose like just two, three pounds of water weight. I'm just going to move up, man, the 120s. And even though, and I moved up, even though I realized I was smaller, playing 120s because everybody else was closer to 120 and I was still like 109, 108. <laughs> so yeah. it was still, I just decided to move up to 120 for like the fourth game of the season. And I moved up and I, and I immediately started again at, at defensive and outside linebacker. And um, talk about that first practice at 120s. Woo, boy, they baptized me. <laughs> My goodness. My goodness. What happened? Man, just running me, doing Oklahoma drills, doing bull in the ring. Like they brought, oh, we're gonna bring out 105 today. We're gonna to show them what we do at 120s. So yeah, that was tough. That was rough. That was a rough day. That was a rough day of practice. I didn't look, I would say that was the first time in my life where I look at football and just like, I don't know if I could do this. <laughs> yeah, man. Those, those, those Oklahoma girls will make you a man. 
Oh yeah, oh yeah. But I stuck it through though. You know, eventually I liked it, and you know, and then I learned how to hit. I learned how to, you know, be aggressive and 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 hit and stuff like that. So yeah. So um, so so you played one of five, one twenty. Um, did, besides Sean Taylor, did anyone that that you played with from that team make it to D one or NFL? Uh, I want to say there may have been a few people that are, that did make it uh, a D one. Um that year from, from that team. I want to say there was a linebacker that ended up going to Coral Reef, I think, that made it to Buffalo, I, I believe. Oh, wow. um, but I, I think there were a few other people that made it that made it D1. No one really made it to the NFL like Sean Taylor did. But mm-hmm. um, I mean Sean Taylor's one in a generational kind of a player, you know, he was yeah. he was he was blessed by God with that, you know, with that athletic with that with that athletic ability, you know. God, you know, God rest, you know, God bless the dead. Yeah, for real. Um, so also, one of this, this, this is this, this is all happening in seventh grade, right? Yeah, seventh grade. All right, for the listeners that don't know, for people that might be on the younger side, back then middle school was seven, eight, nine. So this would have been your first year of middle school. What, what, what middle school did you go to? Except seventh grade, I went to uh, Arvida, Arvida Junior mm-hmm. High, Arvida Middle. Um, so yeah, on Arvida, we had players from all players from all neighborhoods that went to that school. So at that so for instance at that school, we had players wearing wearing so every so every Friday, uh, uh, kids guys we, we wear our we wear our Pop Warner jerseys uh, to the game. So every Friday you would see like wow we really have a diverse group of people that are going to Arvada. So you would see South Dade, you would see Richmond, Richmond Giants jerseys. You would see uh, 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 Sunnyland jerseys. Mm-hmm. You would see Tamiami jerseys. You would see Kendall Hammocks, uh, Kendall Hammocks jerseys. Yeah. And you would see uh, uh, what's it called, K-Land jerseys. So yeah, we had a really mix, a, a really mix, uh, 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 diverse group of students that played there. Um, what was K-Land? So K-Land, I think that's off of. Uh, that's, that's all. What's the name of that street? That I think. Uh, What's the name of that street that's on that's on um uh, uh the, the hospital? Baptist is on what street? Well, Baptist Hospital. It's Kendall on where? Drive. Kendall, Drive. Kendall Drive. Yeah. So oh, yeah, Kendall Drive. Oh, over there. Yeah, so it's a park over there on Kendall Drive, right before you get right before you get to the Palmetto um, um overpass, like drive under it. It's a park right there to the right hand side. Oh I, yeah, I know I know the park, I know the park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there used to be a Tony Romans used to be over there too, I think. Oh Tony Romans? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like a 7 Eleven over there too, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what yeah. Did I say? Um, so, yeah, so besides talk at Arvada, you went to Arvada for seventh and eighth? Yeah, so for seventh and eighth grade, it's my eighth grade year. Um, yeah. So my seventh grade year, I played at South Day. Mm-hmm. We were kind of good, four and five. Um, and then my eighth grade year, I'm like, man, I went 0 and 10, sixth grade year. I went four and five, seventh grade year. And here's the funniest thing. So mm-hmm. I left Richmond to play to play at South Dade, mm-hmm. when when I went to South Dade, all the guys I played with the 105s, they were now up to 120s, and uh, 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 they were good that year. Oh, wow. <laughs> so the same guys I played with the 105s, they moved up just like I moved up, but they got good. Yeah, so they were good yeah. that year. So if I would have stayed at Richmond, I would have been good with the 120s. Yeah. But I left my guys thinking, man, we lose them, man. I can't play with these guys because everybody wants to do their own thing. <laughs> so I left. And I left and they got good. And I'm just like, I was kicking myself. Like, why did I leave? I would have been starting with them. I would have been playing. We would have been like undefeated. Mm-hmm. And I just said, you know what? Let me go back to Richmond. 
and do it that way. And let me just go back and play and play there. So the eighth grade year, I went back to Richmond. Mm-hmm. Um, I went back to Richmond, and um, I, I I actually went, I actually went back to Richmond Giants. I played for eighth grade year, but I had I had signed up for football so late into camp that the games are already getting ready to start. And they, they kind of didn't know what position they wanted me to play. I really wanted to play safety. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I remember telling, I remember telling uh, mom and dad, they were asking me, so how's, so how's football going and whatnot? How's practice going? Like, we can't wait to see you at the games. And I was telling them like, hey, you know, I, I really don't get to play. Like they're not putting me out on the field to practice. And all I'm doing is doing drills. But like when it comes time to like play and like practice against the team, against the offense, I'm not out there playing. Like they don't have a position for me. Um, and they were like, and they were like, what position do you want to play? And I'm like, well, I play outside linebacker and defensive end these past two. Well, my first year at Richmond, I played O line, but last year I played defense. I played outside linebacker and defensive end. I really like playing that. Yeah. Um, but I think I'm fast enough where I can play safety. So I, I want to play safety. So they said, okay, we're gonna go, th- we're gonna go to the park, we're gonna talk to the coach and let him know that you want to play safety. Um, so they told them, hey, I want to play safety. So the very next day of practice, I came in and coach was just like, I'm looking for a safety. Uh, 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 who wants to play safety? Who wants to play safety? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, hey, I want to play safety. Mm-hmm. So he let me play safety. Um, and my acre year didn't go the way I want. That that year in Richmond, that team is really, really, really good. I think mm-hmm. we went like 10 and we went like undefeated. I think we lost like in the I think we lost, I think we lost like in the first round to Liberty City. Um, in the first round of the playoffs. You know, Liberty City, I mean, that's a legendary program. Liberty yeah. City uh, uh, Warriors. Warriors. People don't know. Yeah. People don't know. They had that on that, doc- that TV show on, I think, Netflix or HBO. Yeah, Netflix, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. So if you, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you Google Liberty City Warriors and see, like, NFL, like NFL alums, yeah. it's, like, it's like a who's who of NFL. Oh, yeah. all, for all... I, I know that you're a big red insider in the coronation for all like the big red people. Mm-hmm. Liberty City, there's a famous linebacker that went to Liberty City Warriors that went to the West and went to Nebraska. Played for Liberty LT. City Warriors. LT, Levante David. Levante David. <laughs> he, went to, he played for Liberty City Warriors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's that connection to going back to you being coronation insider, you know. Levante Actually, David I'm, played. I'm, 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 I'm a school Nebraska fan, but I'm no longer coronation. We usually agree, agree to part ways. Okay. <laughs> um, I was gonna say, um, so the eighth grade year, you guys are undefeated. Did anybody play with on that team? They, did they go um D one make the NFL? Oh man, so there was a lot of guys that uh, uh, that went off, you know, for Richmond, Richmond, uh, Richmond Giants and mm-hmm. South Dade Rams. Mm-hmm. Those were the two feeder schools for two programs, mm-hmm. for Miami Killian mm-hmm. and for my and for Miami Southridge. So those two. Those two schools fed football players. Uh, those two, those two part one programs fed football players into those high schools. Obviously, South Ridge also had uh, 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 South Kendall and Goulds yeah. and, 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 and South Miami Heights and all that fed the football program. Mm-hmm. But for South Dade, South Dade, uh, uh, South Dade and Richmond, they both fed uh, South Ridge as well and Killian uh, for football. Um, so yeah, during that time, there was a lot of players, I would think, I'd, Looking back, such a long time ago, but yeah. I'm sure there was a few plays here and there that that went Division One from that from that actual squad that won four years here because we was we was deep, man. We was deep. We was big. We were strong. We were fast. Like some of the guys on that 140s on that 140s uh, uh, team, 
I till this day I still can't like wow like these guys were huge and they were fast from, from like one forties. So yeah, yeah. So um, so so um, besides that, I know you went to Arvada. Did anybody from Arvada? Because Arvada had like guys from all, all over different programs playing it. One school there. Did anybody anybody at Arvada make it to, make it to go D one or NFL? Yeah, but, so there was a couple of guys that made it. Uh, that made it D one uh, from Arvada. Um, yeah. yeah, there was a lot of yeah, there was a lot of guys from Arvada made that made it D one. Like, I can think of like uh, from a lot of a lot. So around this time in the mid nineties, in the in the mid to late nineties, Florida State had a stronghold um, at Miami Killian. So a lot of the Arvada wow. guys, like for me, because I would have been a Killian guy if I would have stayed where I where I lived in Richmond Heights. I, I would have been a Killian guy. So Florida State had a strong had had a stronghold on Killian guys. So a lot of guys from so a lot of guys from Killian went to Florida State. There was a couple of went to Mizzou. Um, some went to uh, I think I think Virginia Tech. Uh, UVA, so yeah. yeah, but mainly Florida State really had a stronghold um, on you know on you know on on Killian guys. There was also two also two actually uh, offensive linemen that actually ended up signing with Ohio State too uh, oh, for wow. Killian. Okay. Yeah, so he actually started in the uh, full circle in the pass interference game with Sean Taylor, where uh, oh wow, uh, with the whole with the whole yeah, it's, 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 yeah with the referee. Yeah. The referee threw the flag. The game is over, man. Still, <laughs> State. That's a fluke championship Ohio State got. They should not have won that. Yeah, that would have been yeah, two yeah. championships for the U. Two. Yeah. Back to back. Yeah, no, for real. Um, what was I gonna say? Um, what, what did, did did you go to school? Um, because you said Killian had a um, FSU had a struggle on Killian. Um, did you go to school? Um, Derek Gibson. I didn't go to school with Derek Gibson, but my my ninth grade year, my ninth grade year, um. I would have, I would I would have went to school with Derek Gibson my ninth grade year because my ninth grade year he was a senior, but I didn't go to Killian because my parents had moved, so okay. I went to a di- so I went to a different high school. Yeah. Um, but uh, my ninth grade year I would have I would have played I would I would have been on JV and he would have been a senior and I I, I probably would have got moved up, uh, to varsity you know what I'm saying after ninth grade um, you know because you know JV you play like five or six games but the varsity season is still going on and usually they move players up for varsity. Mm-hmm. After the JV season, they move up a whole bunch of players. Yeah, um, I was gonna say. Um, so, so well for 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 people that don't know, um, Derek Gibson, he's a safety at um Florida State University from Miami, Florida. Played at high, played at Miami Killing High School. Uh, he first round draft pick for the Oakland Raiders. Played the league for a minute. Um, he's currently back at Miami Killing as a head coach. So um, so that's real cool. Um, yeah. So um, so just you know, just for people that yeah, don't know who he is. Um, so so also for um, the listen, listeners that don't know. That might not know. Um, back then, like I probably said already, middle school back then was seven, eight, nine. So, um, for ninth grade, what middle school did you go to? So, my mom and dad they moved, and they were looking at two homes. Mm-hmm. One that the one that would have kept me in the Miami Killian uh, 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 district, mm-hmm. and another one that would have kept me in the South Ridge district. Mm-hmm. So for me, I said, man, that's a win-win. I want to play ball. I want to play football. <laughs> Those are the two best, like those are the two best football programs down south. Yeah, Killian or South Ridge. You play in football down south, you go to Killian or you go to South Ridge. Mm-hmm. And I said, man, this is a win-win situation. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Killian or South Ridge, you can't beat that. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And yeah. at this time, you know what I'm saying? The Davis brothers was wrecking shop. The Davis brothers is well known. You know, oh, what Troy I'm Davis and um... Troy Davis and Darren Davis. Yeah, like, they were like, I don't know Troy Davis played running back at Iowa State. One of the great running backs in. NCAA history. Um, what school did Derrick Davis go to? They went to Iowa State. Oh, both of them? 
Both of them at the Iowa State. Oh, Remember okay. Troy okay. Davis finished, I think, like second for the Heisman Trophy one year? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he was a beast. He was a beast. Yeah. Oh. So for me, playing mm-hmm. Pop Warner, we always heard about, oh, Killian Southridge, Killian Southridge. Southridge got the Davis boys. They always got a linebacker. It was, they always got good defense. And Killian was always like, that's the neighborhood school. Oh, Killian got this. Killian, 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 Killian. So it was just like, you know what? I'm going to win going to either school, man. Yeah. And, they, and, and mom and dad, they were asking me, so which one, which one do you like? Which one, you know, about as far as the home? And for me, I love Killian. I go to Killian to play with my friends. But it was something, man, about that all black, man, and being a Spartan. Something <laughs> about that all black. I just want to wear that all black, man. I just... For me, it was just like, man, I want to go to South Ridge. So I told them, I really like this school. I mean, I really like this house in this district. Not really. I just like, because I want to play for South Ridge. I'm like, I want to play for South Ridge. So I didn't tell them that. I just told them like, yeah, I like this house in in this district. When really in my mind, it's just like, I want to go to the Ridge. I want to play for the Ridge. I want to be a Spartan. You know what I'm saying? Um, And I went right. They They didn't very left. But they made a U-turn and we went to and they bought a house in the district for Palmetto. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Palmetto? <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm like, you're killing me, Smalls. You're killing me. <laughs> you're killing me, Smalls. Palmetto? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to go to Killian or South Ridge. Like, come on. So they bought a house in the Palmetto uh, 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 district. And Palmetto, at that point, like you said, junior uh, middle school was seven, eighth, and ninth. So for ninth, I went to Palmetto Middle School. Mm-hmm. Um, and that kind of, that kind of you know, set back my development in football because ninth grade, it was at a middle school. So we couldn't play JV. Mm-hmm. Um, so because he, he wasn't at a high school, we were still at a middle school. So you couldn't play Pop Warner? I couldn't. I could have played pot one, but I would have to lose tons and tons of weight. I could have played one forties, mm-hmm. but at that point I was already wearing like one sixty five, one seventy. Oh wow! Yeah. So I'm just like, man, for me to play one uh, forties uh, in ninth grade, my freshman year in high school to still play little league, I would have to lose 15, 20 pounds because my body was already developing, putting on weight. So I'm just like, I'm not going to do that, man. Like that's that, that's all. That's an entire waste of time. Um, yes. So my development as far as the game of football really, really, really fell back a little bit. Whereas all my friends from eighth grade, they actually went to high school and they played JV in ninth grade. I didn't. All my friends, they played JV at Killian or they played JV at South Ridge. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't. I went to Palmetto Middle, so I didn't play ninth grade football. So yeah, that kind of, I, I would say looking back, I would say looking back on that as far as my football career, you know, you can kind of look back, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. But you can kind of look back and see where some of the some of the decisions you feel like, man, I wish I would have pushed harder to do something different. I think things would have I think things would have went someplace different. But you know, everything happens for a reason. You know, look where I am now. So, yeah. So, so by, by this point, are you are you still experiencing any bullying from being fresh from the bombs? No, mm-hmm. no, nah, nah, I'm done with bullying. Yeah, I'm done with bullying. Um, around because around this time. Around this time, um, bullying, I, I, you know, in 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 uh, seventh eighth grade, you know, I was down for a fight. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was down for like talking back trash or yeah. doing whatever I got to do. You know, talking back trash or you yeah. know whatever it is. So, you know. So that's the middle school right there, and then we going then we gonna go up here. 
Palmetto High School.